0: Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and you can get a hold of us for real estate services at Corkscrewsandcontracts.com. joining us for this episode of Corkscrews and Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace.
1: And I'm Jennifer (laughs) Hamrick.
0: And we've got an episode today that's going to get real. Real, real. You know what I'm saying? You know about real estate, but do you really know about real estate? Jennifer, give them the lowdown.
1: Oh, this episode will bring it to them raw. The good, the bad, the ugly.
0: Oh, ugly. (laughs) First, what are we sipping on?
1: Today we are drinking ninety plus cellars. It is an Australian Shiraz. Huh.
0: Let's give it a sip. Huh? Is that is that plum I detect?
1: There is some plum in it. A of vanilla at the end. Okay. Yeah, I think it would be good for uh, when it gets a little cooler
0: outside. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's coming. I mean, the evenings now are getting into the 60s. Even this
1: morning, on my way to the gym, it was a little
0: cooler. It was a little brisk? Yeah. Yeah, a little Lipton ice tea brisk. <laughs> it's brisk, baby! <laughs> the new NASCAR show, so they're like, oh, it's Bristol, baby! It makes me think of that. Oh, okay. And I like it. It's like the <laughs> 90s all over again. Like, yeah, this is awesome! <laughs> so...
1: Back to real estate world. Back to real estate
0: world. Yes. (laughs) So uh, apparently uh, everybody wants to get into real estate right now.
1: We get at least one person a week. But normally it's multiple people a week that want to talk to us about real estate. Yep. Uh, Buy us lunch. Buy us coffee. Just sit down and and talk. Because they want to either be... Well, they want to be in real estate, but they don't even know what part of real estate they wanna be in. They don't really realize there's so many options. Right. So we decided to do a podcast and discuss everything. So that way you don't, I mean, you're welcome to sit one-on-one with us, but you don't have to. Yeah,
0: yeah, we still have free lunches. (laughs) But you should probably know that this is a business and just like any other business, you know, you should probably uh, go in with both eyes open right
1: so this is the stuff that we tell people
0: yep when
1: we sit down with them and I think we should start off on a positive note
0: yeah me too
1: I love what I do I love waking up every morning I couldn't imagine doing anything else I know this is what I was put on this planet to do
0: that's awesome how do you feel (laughs) so much pressure (laughs) No, it's it's really not. I love what I do. Uh, I, I get excited about working with properties and, and, and occasionally talking to people. That's fun, too. Um, but yeah, I think it's 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 magical. Like, I love real estate. And I was I was telling talking to you just the other day <laughs> about um, the Carlton Sheets program. And uh, for those of you who may remember Carlton Sheets, a big kind of uh, investor personality teaching classes in the early 90s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s. And it was the Carlton Sheets No Money Down program. Uh, And he (laughs) talked about how you could get any kind of property for no money down and all that stuff. And I remember being up at 10 o'clock at night. You know, my parents didn't know I was still watching television, but I was. And the infomercial would come on, and I'd be like, oh, my God, that's a check for $12,000. That's a check for eighteen! dollars What? And I convinced my parents. I said, Mom, Dad, we got to buy this. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be rich. And they bought it. Sure enough. And then it came to the house, and it was like two big books. And I looked at it, and I went, okay, now you guys should read these books, and we're going to be rich. <laughs>
1: His negotiation skills started early, (laughs) even with his parents. Sales techniques right there. Sales (laughs)
0: techniques. Yep. And uh, it went back in the box, and we shipped it within a month to get our money back. (laughs) But
1: But that also says that your passion for real estate investing started very young as well. Yeah,
0: for sure. I think I might have been 11 back then. (laughs) Yeah. So... So, yeah, so I've seen a lot over the years and uh, really happy to share with anybody. And so, yeah, we should definitely talk about the things that you should think about or the things to look out for when you're getting into a business like this.
1: Well, before we get to the bad or ugly, okay, there's a lot of different options out there. You, everybody's just like, I want to be an agent. Yeah. Or... You know, some people are just, I want to be an investor. They don't realize there's more than just those two options.
0: There definitely is.
1: So let's talk about some of the other options.
0: Okay. Well, uh, so the, some of the other options, you could be an investor. Uh, I'm an investor. And that doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that you have to have your own money into the game. I mean, part of it is having some money to work with, but you're normally, as an investor, not the richest person in the room which is a weird thing for most people to hear because we're all like, oh, the investors drive the nice car and they live in the high-rise and they do the, the thing and they go pop bottles all the time. But most of the time, investors are, are funneling, focusing other people's money into properties that, um, that have a return for that investment that they then pay back to those people. So your job as an investor is basically... Building relationships with people who do have money or who know people who have money and then helping to focus that money towards great returns for you And for them
1: So there's different Types of investors. Yes. Can you touch on some of those?
0: Sure. You've got investors in paper. Those are people that are investing in uh, Loans and notes on property Uh, you can have an investor and so that's a situation where they don't necessarily landlord or uh, manage the property, they just own the loan on said deal. There are a lot of investors like that. And those aren't necessarily banks because maybe they're individuals that wanna own paper. Um, You have investors that are into flips like I am. Uh, Investors that are into uh, buy and holds, which I do as well. Uh, You have investors that are um, new construction, you know the developers are investors mm-hmm. and they're looking for returns from vacant land or maybe infill infill meaning tear down a house build another one in its place or build several depending on the zoning and that sort of thing okay mm-hmm.
1: then there's wholesaling properties
0: yeah there's wholesaling properties yeah
1: so wholesaling and retail which is what I do two totally separate things Mm -hmm. I don't think, I think sometimes people don't realize the difference. Uh, As far as wholesalers, they are going to be trying to get the property at a lower price than the market thinks it should be.
0: Mm. So, yes. And it's, the best way to describe it would be the price which, uh, uh. Even though the transaction may be between two people, uh, buyer and seller, Mm -hmm. and not everyone else knows about it, it's still technically what the market demands for it. You know, it's not told to everyone, but a a transaction happened, two people agreed on a price.
1: And never hits the MLS.
0: Right, 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 right. That is traditionally what people describe as the market, is the multiple listing service. Mm
1: -hmm. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times... The wholesale deals. Whoever's got the the wholesale deal under contract, the wholesaler, mm-hmm. they never, they don't close on it. Sometimes they can close on it. They but can. A lot of times they they redirect that yeah. to somebody else to close on it, and they take a percentage uh, or a cut of what the closing is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the situation where uh, um, an individual would get a uh, would go under contract with the intent to buy. Uh, and or assigns is written into the contract so if they're unable to close or if they decide hey I would like to be able to sell this off to another person they can do that prior to close and then another name is put in there for title and all that stuff and normally um, another investor is happy to to take over and to fully close on that deal yeah because it's done at a great price or because it's a great location that is harder to get into, in any other way. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the times, and you know, it's not just because a person um, isn't looking for retail price for something. Um, maybe they don't want the hassle of going on the market. It not selling, and then they've wasted time, mm-hmm. and then it falls off. And then now the property has a stigma Mm -hmm. that can happen Mm -hmm. you know so uh, and or or they don't want to clean everything out you know they've got 60 years of memories in there which is very true that is a very important thing to remember these are people's lives and so maybe 60 years of memories don't want to have to go through the hassle of cleaning everything out and then still being in this empty box of a house waiting for uh, showings and that sort of thing, you know? So mm-hmm. it might be easier to just get a check and then get your RV and go, you know, or whatever it is that you wanna do with that money or invest it again or, or what have you. So um, so there, 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 there is an option for everyone in real estate mm-hmm. and I think that's great. Now, what you do mm-hmm. is fantastic in that not only do you deal with retail values for properties, but so much of what you do as an agent is about instructing mm-hmm. buyers and sellers, educating them about how properties should be purchased and sold, uh, how um, how to get ready for those important moments in their lives.
1: Yes, uh, walking them through the process, making sure they completely understand and that they're legally safe throughout the process. So, that is just one part of retail because I am I focus more on residential and I also work with investors. But there's also the commercial side. There's also... You can work for companies Ooh. and go scout properties for them to open new locations. Yes. And you can even specialize more... Uh, it, you can even specialize your retail business even more. Uh, we have friends that... Are in the car wash
0: we real do. estate the car wash business is, yeah <laughs> car wash real estate business they're not necessarily knowledgeable about running car washes mm-hmm. what they are great at is finding locations where a car wash should go
1: right and we have a friend that even works for a corporate company and she travels the u.s mm-hmm. and two friends actually he and she yeah they travel the u.s and and Open locations. Look for places to put locations, yep. and they have to have a real estate license to do that. They do. So these are just a couple. These aren't all the options. There's no, so many, so
0: many options. You could be an analyst. Mm-hmm. You could be, uh, you know, you could be a lender and still be a part of this business. I mean, that's but exactly what that is. Title. So, title. Yeah. Attorneys, right. agents. Um, oh gosh. I would, I mean, general contractors, Mm -hmm. all the things that go into, into real estate.
1: Yeah. So just a couple of ideas to get your brain thinking about there's more than just being an agent or an investor. And if you want it to do one of those, how do you want to do that? Yeah. It's time for the good, the bad, the ugly. Okay.
0: (laughs) You have waited long enough. Here it is.
1: Real estate investors looking for a quick close and no appraisals, reach out to Mike Brady at PropertyRecycle.com. They are a large private equity firm with that personal touch. Property Recycle offers an easy online application, no appraisal requirements, and can close within five days. Ditch your slow, expensive lender and get the money you need today. Call Mike Brady at 615 806 7500, again that is 615-806-7500 or visit PropertyRecycle.com.
0: Visit our friend Bradley T. Bald, licensed attorney at the Roe Title and Escrow LLC where he counsels and facilitates clients in various commercial and residential transactions. In addition to his real estate practice, Bradley is an attorney for Keller, Turner, Ruth, Andrews and Gannon, PLLC in the firm's sports, entertainment and corporate practice. Bradley is also a Rule Thirty-One mediator in the state of Tennessee. Again, that's Bradley T. Ball at the Roe Title and Escrow. Give him a call.
1: So, well, I guess we really touched on the good. Yes. But we we also love our flexibility. We do. That is something. But okay. On the flip side of that. Yeah. With you our can, flexibility,
0: flexible <laughs> uh, flexible yourself out of a paycheck is what you can do. <laughs>
1: Well and let's be real. We work.
0: Yeah. Here's the here's the deal. Everyone (laughs) man, people will sell you freedom all day in real estate. They'll say, I'm doing this so I can get free. I tell you what, man, you are starting a business from the ground up, boy. You will miss that nine to five for the first few years. Not even kidding. Like, every other day I probably miss a nine to five because I can turn my brain off at 5 p.m. and turn it right back on at 9. In real estate, it is going Mm 24-7. And you will work 12-hour days, and you'll go, you know, remember remember the good old days when I knew exactly how much I was getting an hour? (laughs) Yeah.
1: One thing we found that to help. Remember
0: when I had health insurance and I was getting such and such per hour?
1: One thing we found we've had to do to actually cut it off mm-hmm. is we have one day a week that yeah. is date night. There you go. Every other minute of the week is fair <laughs> game for real estate. Yes. But there is about a five o'clock, sometimes it's even a little later. Yeah. yeah. About a five o'clock own one night a week.
0: Yep. We go to bed. Yeah. Which is normally like. It's like 11 <laughs> tops. No joke. Because we've been working 12 hour days. Man. That's so funny. A friend of mine, a uh, good, good friend of mine's uh, dad, uh, investor for years and years back home. And uh, he told me one time, like, you know, you should leave college and expect to work 14 hour days if you want to get anywhere. And I remember thinking, nah, nah, my parents don't work that many hours. Like, they're teachers. <laughs> it's not that bad. You know, they got paperwork and stuff. But no, it turns out my parents worked that many hours because they were trying to build something, mm-hmm. and so did my, my friend, and now I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like it, it is real out there, folks. Uh, there is Freedom is, is, is a misnomer for a little while, and then eventually you'll get it, but by the time you get it, I think you'll go, man... I did that. I think I want more. And then you'll throw away the freedom <laughs> to go back to work again.
1: Yeah. Anybody starting a business, I mean, real estate is starting a business. So whenever you're starting a business, you should expect to give it your all. Or you're not going to gonna be the success you want to be. And that kind of goes into building the business takes years. Yeah, years. It's not a get rich quick is yeah. not even like colorful, flowerful, like HGTV makes it out to be.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish everything was solved in 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> I wish! So, oh my gosh. what, uh, why what are some things that that are so different from the way HGTV, and I'm asking you because you watch way more HGTV than I, I do. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. What are some I watch a boatload, yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> that really set it apart from real life and the HGTV image.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> real life and the image. Okay, so uh, the, the numbers that they give on television are not often accurate. And for some shows where they say, oh, hey, we can redo this bathroom for $800. You should run from that television show. It is completely inaccurate. <laughs> Maybe you're good there for the jokes and something like that, you know, but the, the prices are really inaccurate on many of those shows. Some of them, they get in the ballpark though, so that's good, like I like those. Um, I would say, what else is different? Uh, the length of time, uh, again, you think it's 30 minutes, you know that project could take six weeks could take six months mm-hmm. uh, could take a year and if you don't know what you're doing it'll normally take longer than you think so keep that in mind your first one's always gonna take longer uh, as far as flipping goes and that's generally what's on HDTV because it's so easy to put it inside of a 30-minute or an hour-long show
1: um, Ooh, a yeah. retail one that I've seen on H D T V is where you show The client, three houses, they pick one and it goes under contract immediately and they close, it closes and they're all happy.
0: That doesn't always happen? What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) They forget about the part that you've shown them like 30 houses prior. Yeah. They got one under contract and that was the one they put on the show. (laughs) Yes, that was
0: the one.
1: (laughs) And that... They got on the other 30 they were you know it was a bidding war yes <laughs> and there was yes. some tears
0: bidding war tears <laughs> oh yeah they cussed you out a couple of times <laughs> man you know i mean you got the ones that are like oh they don't know how tough it is right now to buy a house so they go into it and they go you know what i don't know i don't, I don't like the color of this room i think we should find another one and you're going look I worked super hard to get us in here five minutes before the 18 cars in the parking lot. So do me a favor and consider painting this room so we can get this house under contract. Real talk. Man. You, see,
1: you see why Wyatt doesn't do retail, right? <sighs> I
0: don't do retail. I can't. I can't. I just, it's like, I, I i cannot physically bring myself to care at some point. And I go, no, mm-mm, no, we're not going to look at another house. You need to keep this one. And most of the time that rubs people the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a
1: converse. Well, well, wait a minute. He does always say it with a smile. So
0: Sure, I'm smiling now. <laughs> I think I'll have another drink on that one.
1: <laughs> one thing I have to repeat very, very often is that you're only going to love the house 80%. Yeah. It is a winner if you like it 80%. Because even if you built that home from scratch, you are still only going to love it 80%.
0: That's amazing. So
1: that's something you have to keep telling people. So real estate, just like any other business, you are working with the public. And you have to remember that there's different personality types. And you're going to have to figure out the best way to work with each individual. So it's not three houses Get it under contract, and you get paid. Right. It's not that, right?
0: Right. <laughs> Yo, uh, add on to this: the business is stressful. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, the odds, uh, you know, the odds of you getting paid sometimes are pretty limited. But you do it anyway, and you expect to get there at some point. But I mean, things can fall out of contracts. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there could be a situation where. You know, Uncle, Uncle Joe comes back into the situation and says, no, this is my house. I'm on the deed. I'm not letting you sell it. Mm-hmm. And then it, it, it wrecks everything. That can happen. You can work and work and work and get nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, I can, I can flip a house, have it look great, fix the whole thing up, rehab It's it beautiful. And then next door neighbor ruins it. For everyone that's coming to look at the house.
1: You seem so passionate about that. One.
0: I do. <laughs> I do. You know, you get passionate when you've experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which kind of leads me to to say that real estate is is not a part time job. Uh-uh. Because we've talked about working 12 hour days and because of all the examples we've just given of. bad and the ugly Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it you can't do another job and still be successful in real estate I know as an agent if I'm trying to work a deal or negotiate something in a deal and I can't get you on your phone because you are a school teacher during the day or because you were waiting tables at night or something like that I respect the fact you need that income but I also respect the fact that these your clients are either buying or selling one of the largest or the largest investment in their life, and they need you. This is not a small sales job. Mm-mm. And you need to know the contracts. You need to know um, the process and not depend on another agent to, to hold your hand through it because you have something else going on. Yeah. And that's so important and that happens a lot with agents yeah. that have other jobs.
0: Yeah, like, and it, I, I feel like it's their level of success is different. Mm-hmm. Their idea of success is different and it becomes evident really quickly. That's the reason, I think, why we have to have continuing education courses mm-hmm. or why agents do is because it keeps the ones that are just, eh, I'm just playing in the game from continuing to drag down the rest of the profession because it's a profession it is yeah
1: well and that's that also is when the market changes you know right now it's great everybody wants to be in real estate but can you be in real estate if the market's not great a lot of a lot of agents drop off or a lot of investors either come on or drop off depending on If they did right by their money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Very true. the market was good. Very true.
1: So it needs to be a thought. I'm in this for the long haul. And if the market's bad, I need to prepare now. I have a game plan now on how I'm setting my business up. So when the market does go down, I've made those connections where I can still have a paycheck one day. Mm Mm-hmm and so many agents won't especially the ones that did not commit to it 100 percent. and how fair is that to your clients if you didn't commit to that 100 percent? do you like buying insurance for your flip new construction or other properties no everyone hates buying insurance unless you call joe gravy graves with i hate buying insurance i hate buying insurance he chose that name because
0: it's the truth Call or text Joe at 615-499-6846 to ask about insuring your investment properties, and you'll get three free gifts worth over $7,000 in value when you say, Gravy, I need a quote on my most valuable asset, 615-499-6846. Net Worth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market.
1: Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods.
0: That's NetWorth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. Which reminds me, I was talking to a buddy the other day that had a great question.
1: Really? What was his question?
0: He asked how he could help us make more money in the real estate business. Really? Yeah. And I told him, well, if he wanted to buy a house, you would be the perfect person to help him do just that.
1: Oh, yeah. I'd be happy to do that. That would give me the opportunity to use the tools that Parks gives us for anyone looking to buy or sell a home. Did you... Did you tell him how he could help you?
0: Well, I told him that if he knew anyone that was tired of an underperforming property or needed to pay back taxes or was looking for cash fast, uh, that he should call me and I can help them out. Very cool. Yeah, I know, right? I would say that uh, as an investor, I know that you followed a guru and the guru said you gotta jump into it hundred mm-hmm. percent do you think I fully believe that and I would since you don't have to be responsible or uh, available on the phone to mm-hmm. another agent throughout the day I would say you should keep your full-time job as mm-hmm. an investor as long as you can mm-hmm. I know we're looking for freedom here but we're starting a new business and so you should have regular income going while you're starting that and you can make a lot of phone calls after work is over because people in your price range that are also working will likely be off work then too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, so yeah, as an investor I would say, and the reason is your first few, you're gonna have to get financed through your ability to work that money off. Like the bank is gonna be like, yeah, there's a rental here, yeah, there's income, but if, if this thing becomes vacant, who can afford this loan? Mm-hmm. And it has to be you. For a while or your group of investor friends or what have you you know together they'll look at all of your incomes and put them together that's no joke so you don't want to be jobless with some money sitting in the bank hoping to get a loan because the bank won't look at you they'll be like well that's nice and everything but you should just pay cash for the whole thing and don't involve us yeah which also brings me to another point a lot of real estate people that you see on television or uh, through networking groups that seem to be killing it can often be broke as a joke. (laughs) Broke as a joke in person. I did not realize, but it's the truth. It is the truth. There is so much. And many of us are, we have large investments. You know, like like a development or a developer might have a million dollars into a property, right? But they're still like, oh, I think I can have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich today, <laughs> and that's it, because because they've got so much invested in the land, mm-hmm. and that it might be that way for a little while. And that's something I didn't know until I got into it. So, you know, like don't think that just because just because Joe Smo drives a, a, a Honda, you know, like a, I don't know, something, an old beat up car of some kind, not to knock Honda drivers, those I'm sure are very efficient cars, uh, <laughs> that they don't have money because they just might, they may not, you know, they might be like, I'm just, I'm just rocking it cheap right now because I'm waiting to get my real money in about two years. And that's counter to culture in general right now. Culture says you gotta be popping bottles and showing off and partying hard and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, the, it's not always what it looks like. Have I rambled successfully so no, far? No, you're good. Okay, cool. All
1: right. But with the retail side, it's the same two to three years you're talking about till you get steady.
0: Yeah. How long did it take? Can we share that? To get paid the first time as an agent?
1: It varies. Yeah. So,. That is something we really should share. Um, you're not expected uh, to sell anything for your first nine months. Yeah. So that's nine months without an income.
0: Not even kidding. Uh, repeating that. Look, you're gonna miss that nine to five job for the first nine months or so.
1: Well, and I mean, I did. I did better. I beat that. You beat that. But there's still no guarantee. Right. There's no guarantee in nine months. Mm. You'll have one, so I think I I was at three months, you were at six, which is still great.
0: Yeah, I was almost at three months, but again, my client couldn't handle the paint color, so (laughs) here we are, three months later, getting it done. (laughs) It's
1: funny you keep referring to paint, but you know... We've seen your choices here <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, you dirty. You're wrong for bringing that up right now. <laughs> sorry I couldn't help it. That's what
1: I thought. Every time you were referring to the paint color, and I was like, yeah, I've seen, I've seen some paint color choices.
0: <laughs> moving on, moving on. Let's talk about what it takes to be uh, uh, the costs that are expected when you get into the business.
1: Oh, there's costs that you don't even think about. Yeah. Uh, so there's the signs. If you're going to list a property, you're going to need a yard sign. They the prices range. Mine for three yard signs was $165. The the key box that goes on the door, mm-hmm. $115 per box. Yeah. Then there's a fee to have the cards or the app to get into those boxes. There's a, and that's a monthly fee. There's also a monthly fee for the uh, multiple listing service, the MLS. There is a website. If you... I Parks you offered you, me a website. You
0: made your own website.
1: But I wanted to have Hamrick Sales Nashville. So I have a monthly fee for a website.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's marketing dollars you will never even think going in like, ooh, that's... That's gonna need to be something I, I invest in to grow my business. Networking events, just the food and drinks and, and entry fees to get into those. Yeah. Parking downtown to go to any kind of networking event. There's so many small fees you don't even think about. Yeah. But there is also some of the bigger ones would be the to join your realtor association. Mm-hmm. That's what does that range? Maybe five fifty ish now a year? Probably. So I know mine always comes in December and it's always a renewal of around that at one time. There's also C E hours and you can find some continuing education credits. You can mm-hmm. find some that are free, but there's some that you have to pay for. Right. But you have to have those hours to keep your license. Yeah. You also have to pay for your E and O insurance so and that is every other year it comes around the same time as your membership for your realtor it really association yeah,
0: it's uh, errors and omissions insurance yes so that's like especially for those that work part-time <laughs> uh, you're gonna make you may make an error of some kind in your paperwork mm-hmm. and this is to cover you for those errors that are in the you know as you were doing your job appropriately but X, Y, Z may occur. So you need to have insurance coverage for that. That's right, it may even be something you said. A lot of this business, and that's why you need to do it, we recommend doing it full time, is Mm -hmm. because a lot of it is about staying out of court. Yeah. Especially if you're representing someone else on a transaction. You need to be above board, you need to be answering questions appropriately, you need to get things in writing. Mm-hmm. You know, these are all things that your broker will help you with and that you also have to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's not a job that you are passionate about, like if you don't go, man, I wanna help these people and I'm willing to stay up all night in order to do it, then maybe look for something else,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because like Jennifer just said, you're spending the first half year, a year even, just pouring money out as opposed to having it come in.
1: Yeah, because you you have your classes that you have to take to even get your license to begin with and the test, and there are costs to that. There are,
0: there are, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, As far as being an investor, you know, you're you're looking at uh, the cost of classes. I would definitely take those. You want to learn from people who have been there before. Mm -hmm. And if they charge you, Just imagine how much you're saving as far as making mistakes with your own money later. So it's worth it. Uh, And it's worth it for the connections that you can make too. So uh, there's that, there's, you're gonna wanna be able to to have uh, different tools that help you uh, focus on the market and what's going on, apps on your phone that are monthly expenses, uh, down payment money, all those things.
1: Ren membership. Like yeah. Tenria membership, things like that.
0: Mhm. Yeah, we're part of uh, well, I'm a part of Real Estate Investors of Nashville mm-hmm. and then we also are a part of Tennessee Real Estate Investors Association and those require dues, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean they're worth it, you know, because you get to see people that are going through the same thing you are and they can help you and mm-hmm. you can learn.
1: I would recommend, as an investor, to have a mentor, and those costs, Mm -hmm. but it's smart. Yep. It'll save you money in the long run.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes it will, yes it will.
1: I think everything we spoke about today really is summed up in two main, main headers that most people find the most important things, time and money, Hmm. and I think As long as you understand Because we didn't want this to be a negative podcast We wanted it to be real Yes So as long as you understand That It's not an HGTV rosy life Yes And you think that you can handle The good Along with the bad and the ugly Mm -hmm. Then it is for you But if not, it's okay.
0: It's okay. Yeah. You know, you you may find success in what you're already doing. Mm -hmm. You know, and you may be happier staying with what you're already doing. Or you may be happy jumping in with both feet into real estate. And there is money to be made. People are killing it right now. Absolutely. But there's still, you're going to have to learn. Mm -hmm. And... You're going to hit your head, then you're going to have to dust it off and keep walking. Right. Yeah, and hopefully you don't hit your head on your own ceiling because you built it too low. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But you're going to have to learn from those moments, too. (laughs) You know? The truck doesn't fit in the garage because the door's too low. Oh, great. Yeah. Hopefully we didn't do it on the last 18 houses in a row because we built them all the same. Oh, but price fixes everything. (laughs) Ha, that's right. Somebody with a Honda will take it <laughs> This has been a production of Corkscrews and Contracts
1: Podcast Copyright